heard the call to build your small business? Make it happen with a .NET domain name, the place for dreamers for 30 years and counting. Visit keepdreamingup.net for tips and advice. Whether you're just getting started or looking to grow, that's keepdreamingup.net. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a May 11th. Thursday edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, a writer at the Associated Press, Blazers Edge, Real GM, former Blazer beat writer at the Vancouver Columbian. Welcome back to Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where, as you may have heard me mention before, we have a wide variety of podcasts covering the NBA, the NFL. All those, the NFLs is starting to ramp up. They're getting close to, you know, they're having rookie camps. They're getting close to OTAs and all that jazz. Uh, so we have the NFL covered on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Whatever your team, look for Locked On, that team. Uh, and, and you can get a, a podcast just like this for your favorite NFL team. And we are doing this twice a week right now, at least until we start to get closer to the draft, to free agency, when we are going to have more stuff to talk about. However, we're still going to be here twice a week, at, at, at least, and more if news merits. But welcome back to the show. Really appreciate you sticking with us and, and coming back to talk some Blazers in the off season, where you know the Blazers are gone, and uh, I think... Maybe some of us are feeling some basketball withdrawals. I know that uh, for me, as someone who who likes league pass and and, and loves uh, the the regular season and that churn, that steady steady churn of games from night to night, uh, you know, it is it is a little sad seeing that NBA schedule go from you know three games on Sunday like we had, and then now we're in the the zone of just one game a night for the rest of the way so uh that is is just how it goes but uh we're still here we're still talking blazers and there's still some some stuff to talk about and i think we're part of what we're going to be doing here in these next couple of weeks is going to we're going to review uh seasons of the individual players and uh evaluate them and see how they grew as players, see how they grew statistically, talk about what they did to improve. So uh, part of what this episode will be today will be a review of Portland's two best players, C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard, uh, and, and we'll just talk about how, how they've improved. I think it also dovetails nicely with a story that I just wrote for Real GM where I kind of broke down how Damian C.J. improved this season uh, by – learning parts of the other's game and with the help of David Vanterpool, their their main coach that helps work them out. Uh, 
so I, I feel like that that works nicely, uh, and then we'll you know continue to move positionally. Uh, mostly, I think uh, obviously Dame and CJ start together and play different positions, but uh, we all know that a lot of times they end up playing the same position because CJ is the backup point guard. So uh, we'll move from that to the wings to the big men, and and we'll we'll kind of go like that. Uh, but we'll start with the stars today, um, and maybe if we have time, uh, Shabazz, Nap- Shabazz Napier. Uh, but you know, he didn't. He did improve, I think. Uh, but you know, we didn't see like a whole lot, and we didn't see him last year to really evaluate him either. Uh, but there is some news before we get to that player evaluation uh, that. Uh, we are going to discuss for uh, the next couple of episodes. The Portland Trailblazers 40th anniversary of the 1977 championship uh, has been touched on a couple of times. They honored the team back in January. Uh, they had all of the living members from that 77 team at, at the Rose Garden to, to honor them for that championship and it's still the 40th anniversary uh and because of that it has been announced that they will be the grand marshal for the 2017 spirit mountain grand floral parade i don't know why i threw that sponsor in there but it's the rose festivals uh grand floral parade that they have every year uh in portland and uh the blazers uh and the the rose festival both announced on Tuesday, actually late Tuesday after we did our episode on Tuesday, that they would be the uh, Grand Marshals for the Rose Festival's Grand Floral Parade. So uh, I think it makes a ton of sense. It doesn't, the 40th anniversary doesn't come along all the time. And uh, it's a great opportunity to honor them and and recognize the history and uh, maybe uh, show some people that may not know. the history about that there was a championship here once. So uh, I think it's very cool. Uh, the team members that are scheduled to represent the team in the parade are Bobby Gross, Lloyd Neal, and Larry Steele. You can get tickets uh, on Ticketmaster according to the press release. Uh, so that event is going to happen on Saturday, June 10th at 10 a.m., uh, so that is where you can find them. Uh, if you want to experience, uh, the Blazers 77 team grand marshal in the parade, uh, that is the information that you need to know. So, uh, a nice gesture by, uh, the Rose festival to honor, uh, the Blazers lone championship team. And one other thing that I wanted to get to before we kind of got to uh, the breakdown of CJ and Dame, something that I didn't really touch on a whole lot, but uh, I kind of talked about it in conjunction with Damian Lillard winning the Magic Johnson Award for uh, being, you know, having uh, a great rapport with the media and being voted on by the PBWA, uh, the Pro Basketball Writers Association, uh, an association that I belong to, and 
But one of the things that I did not mention that has really picked up a lot of steam that Jason Quick reported uh, at that time was the Blazers, because Lillard insisted with the help of Chris Kamen, uh, who kind of assisted Lillard in this, uh, donating the playoff bonuses to the Blazers support staff which uh, is a really great gesture, something you you know you rarely hear about, I guess, these days, or you, you kind of want to hear these days some someone putting uh, their needs uh, or someone putting the needs of others in front of theirs. And uh, Lillard has gotten a lot of uh, great publicity for that. And uh, I think it's something that, you know, we should talk about because it is a cool thing. And uh, I even saw uh, you know a column the other day saying, you know, college football coaches can learn from Damian Lillard. And uh, it's pretty you, then you kind of get a, a little bit of an idea. Again, I, I've mentioned it before how great it is to work with Dame uh, from the media perspective of how helpful he is, how generous he is with his time and this is just another example of his generosity uh i think and uh it definitely deserves all of the credit that he gets and it's kind of wild to me that college football coaches actually don't do that but uh, because you know you have coaches like nick saban that make like 11 million dollars and uh whatever their bonuses is is, <laughs> is probably uh, is definitely a fraction of that whenever they went, go to a BCS game or the national title game or what have you. But uh, very cool that Damian Lillard is doing things that, you know, not even, uh, you know, older, more, you know, uh, prestigious leaders of men are doing in other sports. But uh, Lillard takes it upon himself uh, with the assist of Chris Kamen, of course, uh, to donate that money and and he's absolutely the the rationale that they're with them all the time that they're always wrapping up you know they're always taping their ankles all that stuff you know they're with them all the time and and Lillard uh you know it it, it doesn't it's maybe may not be all that clear but you know folks that work for sports teams you know often at least in my experience are probably underpaid for what they would be doing otherwise uh, because most of the money in sports teams, all that salary is usually reserved for the players. So, uh, and especially that support staff because, you know, you're doing a cool job, you're working for an NBA team, and there's so many people that want those jobs that, you know, they're able to lower the price of, of labor, basically. And so... Very cool of Lillard to kind of to realize that and came in to help him realize that that, you know, they're doing a lot of work all the time. They're spending more time with the Blazers than their own families during the season. And uh, I think it was very cool to, to recognize that and to reward them for that hard work when, you know, the, the way uh, it works, you know, doesn't reward them in the same way if they all make the playoffs. So, uh yeah, very cool uh, move by Lillard, and uh, to to recognize that, and it shows you you know something about uh, about about Lillard, and uh, it just goes to show that he is uh, a pretty it's uh, pretty special guy uh, to have here in Portland. So speaking of that, we're gonna go into the evaluation uh, of 
of Dame and CJ. I wrote something for Real GM uh, about how the Blazers have kind of cloned the two players. And they both had uh, excellent seasons. uh, And they both did things in a different way. One of the interesting stats that I uncovered uh, when doing this story was that for the first time in his career, CJ actually had more dunks than Lillard, uh, which when you think about it and you think about the perception of each player, I think that's a major surprise because Lillard has always been able to get to the rim. He's always been explosive. He's always been... Uh, a guy that you associate with the athleticism and that three-point shot. And McCollum, you know, is really known as a shooter. And so uh, for him to have more dunks than Lillard, I think, is a testament to his improved explosiveness, his quickness, and and just his, his improvement over the course of his career to really uh, make his body uh, – to, to make his body a place where he can show off all those skills because he is an elite shooter. He's always been extremely skilled. But one of the things that David Vanderpool told me is, you know, he didn't have that explosion. He didn't have that, you know, that ability to get right to the rim, that burst. And he's really worked on that to improve his body. Something that Lillard has always been, has been good at since he came into the league. And, McCollum uh, really evolved in that way and a way that Lillard evolved uh, this season was he really did a better job of slowing down in the paint uh, like I mentioned CJ had more dunks than him obviously Lillard missed a lot missed a couple of weeks uh, due to injury but he was a lot more patient this year, it looked like, and he looked like he was really going out of his way to try and take care of his body more uh, and and slowing down and also trying to create angles in the lane using those Euro steps, those crafty finishes, and that's that's CJ's specialty, and, and that's stuff that CJ has always been good at or at least in recent years, has been really good at, is getting to the rim, getting that spin on the ball, finding the right angle in the lane that the defender isn't thinking of. And Lillard really did that a whole lot this season, and he did it a lot better. As I mentioned, he he had fewer dunks than CJ for uh, the first time in his career. Dame finished with four dunks on the season compared to just compared to 11 for CJ. So that's a pretty uh, big jump or, you know, decrease from Dame. And Dame, uh, just for reference, in years past, he had 22 dunks his rookie year, 22 dunks the year before or the year after that. He had 30 dunks in 2014-15, and then he only had 11 last year. And uh, last year, I, I, I kind of picked up on that, and I talked to him, and he said, you know, hey, he doesn't want to he, – he is trying to be smarter about that. He was going to his mid-range game more. He was trying to, to go to the floater more and try and diversify his game a little because uh, it, as we've seen in the NBA before – when guys are extremely explosive, guys can get to the rim, guys can dunk. 
you know, that's great and it's exciting. But the other thing is, is it's a little dangerous because you can really add wear and tear on your body if you don't, if, if, if you keep on hitting the deck. And a lot of times in Lillard's first couple of years, he was taking a lot of hard hits going to the floor, either attempting to dunk, dunking, or just flying through the lane. And I think Dame has adapted his game really well this year, driving in the paint, hitting those Euro steps, kind of being a little bit more patient and almost surveying the landscape a little bit more instead of just using his quickness and speed to blow right past them and try and dunk on people. And uh, I think that CJ being there and being uh, kind of a resource for him where he can see how it works on a daily basis and, and Lillard told me as much that that it helps him to watch CJ do that in drills when they work out together that that it helps him and Lillard had the second best mark of his career uh, scoring at the rim in terms of efficiency he shot 60% at the rim which is the second highest mark of his career his best mark ever was the 2014-15 season where he shot 64% at the rim uh, but the 60% that he shot this year is is by far the the second best because beyond that uh, year where he shot 64%, he never shot better than 55% at the rim. So uh, very, very good year, uh, very above average year compared to the rest of his career for Lillard finishing at the rim. And I think a lot of it has to do with uh, kind of adapting parts of CJ's game into his game and then you see the dunk stat uh from CJ and you kind of can see him incorporating some of those aspects of what made Lillard so great and what makes Lillard so great into his to improve uh some other statistical notes on both of these guys uh Dame and CJ both finished with career highs in true shooting percentage Dame actually finished with a smidge better of a true shooting percentage at 58.6 on the season, and CJ was at 58.5. Dame and CJ also both averaged career highs in points per game. Dame was phenomenal this season, uh, and and so was CJ. So... uh, they both average career highs in, in, in points per game in true shooting percentage. It was a tough year uh, for Dame in the assist category. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that uh, a guy like Al Farouk Aminu, who was uh, a very reliable three-point shooter that played a lot with Dame, didn't have his three-point shot going this season, and he did last year. Uh so I, I think that's part of it. I think also just the, the offense as a whole wasn't as healthy. And I think, uh, you know, some of that could be attributed to, I think a lot of it could be attributed to the supporting guests because Dame creates a lot of three pointers and creates a lot of, uh, opportunities for guys. Uh, but this year the Blazers just weren't as good of a three point shooting team in terms of percentage because they uh and 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 they also didn't get as many up so uh the Blazers and, and also that was more so I think the other guys around them because 
Lillard and McCollum both shot really well from three, and Alan Crabb did as well. But you know, you look at the rest of the roster: uh, Aminu, thirty-three percent; Harkless at thir- that thirty-five point one that got him the bonus. It was okay, but still uh, didn't come up to where Aminu was last year. And uh, Myers Leonard had a kind of a down year, shooting the three at thirty-four percent. So uh, you you look at the numbers there. And then Evan Turner, you know, you add him into the mix instead of Gerald Henderson, where Henderson actually was a a really good three-point shooter last year for Portland, uh, especially in the corners. So you you look at those supporting guys not having as good of a year shooting the ball, and then, you know, that kind of is, is an indication of why, at least in my opinion, why Lillard's assists went down. Also, uh, you know, I think teams also knew – uh, how to play the Blazers a little bit better, especially when Mason Plumley was here, and uh, that just made it a little bit harder for for Lillard and McCollum to to kind of get loose and 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 get up those those same assist numbers that they had last year. So Lillard, uh, the assists dropped a little bit, but uh, overall, uh, Lillard had a, a very good offensive season. Uh, really elevated his game in that respect and I think added things into his game that's going to elongate his career by not taking such a beating by being smarter attacking the basket and and just doing it in a smarter way and uh, I, I think that development in Lillard this season uh, is really good for Portland's future because I think you look at the games of each two and a lot of people, including myself, have said, you know, hey, you know, what CJ does, I think, is something that can age really well because he's a great shooter and can shoot from anywhere, the mid-range, all that stuff. He kind of has, you know, he has that added explosiveness, but he kind of plays almost like an old man herky-jerky game. But Lillard, who has always been kind of this explosive, uh, you know, powerful point guard, he's adding that into his game so he can have that type of longevity. And I I, uh, think that that's a great development. That's great stuff for Portland. And this season wasn't what they wanted, wasn't what they envisioned when the season began. But Lillard is 26. He's turning 27 this summer. And uh, he's still getting better. And he's still adding aspects to his game. So, uh I think when now that all is said and done for the 2016-17 season, I think Lillard has really grown, and uh, I, I I just I think he's going to continue adding things, and and if he can do that, that's great news for the Blazers. Uh, the Blazers overall, uh, I'm looking at their on court off court stats. Uh, Lillard's on court defensive rating was uh, a little bit worse this year than it was last year uh, in terms of the the impact. But ultimately, once the season ended, uh, things did improve. And, and Lillard actually ended up with a, a better on-court plus-minus uh, when you adjust for the pace uh, than he did last year. So, uh, and, and, and this was a season where the Blazers were really bad defensively early on. And... That they that Lillard recovered to to have that type of uh you know positive plus minus, and I the same for for Lillard for for CJ as well, 
uh, it w- w- was good for the team, I think, uh, for them to kind of turn it around and end the season on a positive note. Um, as I mentioned, M- McCollum as well, uh, he had a positive on-court plus-minus. Uh, according to NBA.com is where I'm looking right now. Uh, but we'll dive into CJ's stats here. Uh, as I mentioned, he had a career high in true shooting percentage. He had a career high in points per game. His mid-range shooting, which is what makes him uh, such an incredible weapon, actually improved this year, which is pretty wild when you think about it because he was one of the best mid-range shooters in the league last year. This year, he shot 50% on shots from 10 to 16 feet in the mid-range, 48% in shots from 3 to 10 feet, and he also shot 45%. From on long twos, so those are shots that are between the 16 feet and the three point line. So, uh, he continues to be one of the best, if not the best, mid range shooter in the league with his ability to turn what the analytics say is an inefficient shot into a quality possession and 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 that is is the the greatness that McCollum brings to the table uh he also had a career year scoring at the rim in terms of efficiency from there he shot 59 percent uh at the rim that's a from zero to three feet so he continued to improve his game as well I think uh he's also just the, his versatility, his ability to run the show and also slide in right next to Lillard whenever he needs to uh, is is just a, is very beneficial for the Blazers uh, and, and, and a great weapon for them to have because to have two guys that are ba- are you know are elite guards at the point guard position basically for 48 minutes every night is, Something that most teams don't have. Uh, Actually, no teams have that. Uh, Obviously, teams have a lot of stars that they can stagger. The the Warriors can stagger all of their collection of stars. The Cavs can do it, too. But at least at the point guard position, there aren't a lot of teams that play the way the Blazers do where you start the game with you know these two great guards and then one of them's on the court for the whole game and both of them can run the show be the lead guard in an offense and really create and uh although the Blazers offensive numbers weren't as good when Lillard was out uh they still were able to do enough sometimes to get wins like the game in in Minnesota when CJ went off for 40 and took like every shot and but that is the luxury that having both of those guys gives you and it's something that a lot of teams don't have and uh it's it's really a weapon for the Blazers and this year that weapon got even better Uh, it, it 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 became even more potent so uh the Blazers lead guards continue to improve and give the Blazers foundation you know more more zest more life because I think it's really easy to look at this season on paper and you just compare the records and you just compare the point differential and you compare where they finished in the playoffs and you say to yourself this was clearly a step back 
However, when you can dive a little bit deeper into the numbers, especially individually for these two guys, you find that that even in a season where you know, a lot of their supporting cast didn't play as well as they did last year. You know, they didn't have Ed Davis grabbing a ton of offensive rebounds to give them second chances. Aminu couldn't make a shot and didn't have confidence in his shot this year. And those two guys were, you know, instrumental in their success last year. And Myers Leonard down season shooting the ball. Uh, so you combine a lot of those, those different factors that uh, would say, okay, well, I think then, you know, these guys are going to have a step back, but you know, individually, both Lillard and McCollum improved and took steps. And I think uh, that is important. And that's that's great for this Blazers team. And uh, I think gives them uh, even more hope for the future because, uh, you know, those two guys, again, are setting the tone for the franchise, uh, which is something that uh, an exec told me is important. You know, when your stars can extend themselves and, and be the leaders and show that the value of hard work and show that they're always working hard. I think that that's going to always mean great things for the franchise, uh, you know, whatever happens and whoever is on the team. So I think with that, it's going to wrap up this edition of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you like to listen to podcasts, Stitcher, Audio Boom, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn FM, wherever you can you get your podcast we are there we would really appreciate a five-star review and we will keep doing these player evaluations and we'll be back with you if news merits between now and next tuesday but until then we'll see you next time and uh keep it locked on blazers for the latest on the portland trailblazers until next time